He's, he's got he's got that. I can be your hero, yeah. baby. That's like is, that that like a, is that like a stutter? I don't know, but it did. Is that like what like James Brown used to do? Yeah, kinda. Could you or do is, that in like a con could you do that in a conversation with someone? I mean like when you really mean it, you're like, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Are you shitting yourself? Right. That that's that sounds like what you do when you're really trying to force some shit out, like literally and figuratively. When you're trying to force some shit out, you go. I can be here. Well, here's the oh, thing. Oh wait, I gotta. I, I'm sorry. I, I think about Please. this. I'm just thinking about the scenario of. Of if if he was singing this to a woman, mm-hmm. how would he how would he be saying it? And in what scenario would he say it in so that that would make sense? So for instance, imagine he was standing up for a girl and it, it, they were at a bar and 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 like some dude was trying to hit on her and he got in the way and but he got punched in the stomach. Now oh, he punched yeah. in the stomach, and the dude the other dude already walked away. And she was like, thanks for standing up for me there, even though you got punched in the stomach. Are you okay? I can be your hero, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God, you just, you just shat That's what yourself, we do on this podcast. We, we try to make sense of everything, you know? She's like, you know, I would hug you right now, but, you know, you got like <laughs> duty yeah. running down your leg. Um, and blood coming out of your mouth. Yeah, God, I wish you weren't wearing basketball you shorts. You know what? I don't think you should be here anymore. <laughs> Not why, a good night why is my, to go commando Is that my impression of, of, of women? Because I don't know. girls that would say that, I don't I don't know if I would talk to you anyway. Plus, I just said, Sorry. Not a good night to go commando, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> Who's <named> Jerry anymore? <laughs> Jerry? Like, <laughs> yeah, who? It's funny how uh, how names get obsolete, and I guess that goes for everything. Looks like, but apparently, Beulah. Yeah, Beulah. I know. Wait, anyway, Beulah. I met a Darlene recently, and she was an older lady. She was an older lady, but I was like, I love that name. Darlene is a dope ass name. She was a very sweet. It's like somebody's auntie or something. Most most Darlene's are sweet. I don't know any Darlene that isn't sweet other than the one that was on Roseanne. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, By the way, so here's the thing, you know, maybe a bit of a villain, but, you know, what today we want to talk about, let's get to business. We talk about heroes. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. Thanks. Make make Enrique stop. So I I have a bit of a, I have a bit of a, of, of a beef with this uh, thing. Um, so it came up in the news, and this was on out and about in the social medias, that um, I guess there was some scene in a comic book to where Batman goes down on Catwoman. Oh, yeah. 
and they removed it and it said the caption was heroes don't do that now wow first of all fuck off fuck off okay because i'm gonna tell you this this is no this is one of the going most, on this is one of the most selfless not not the most now i know we're we're relegating this down to just physical pleasure but it's one of many things but damn it let us have this one because sometimes Seriously. if you can do this selflessly if you do here's the thing if you can do this without expectation some guys enjoy it some girls enjoy it you know what i'm saying as a everybody enjoys it yes. as a health professional please i will say in in some cases that actually might be your savior one is full of of bacteria that yep. you that is foreign to you but it can help to boost your immune system yep. and so that's a good thing second there's a lot of vital nutrients in the vagina a lot of vital nutrients obviously mm-hmm. there is because that shit makes babies son that shit Yo, makes you know babies what, you, you know you know what we used to call it back in the day v8 but I'm saying, like, here's the thing. Like, I, what do you mean heroes don't do heroes do do that? Like right. no, that, that, he, what, that, no, that is being a hero. I mean, are they trying to make it be like, no, heroes just get toppy. They don't give it. Right. Is that so that, like, that's the villainous <laughs> shit? That's some real fucking hyper masculine bullshit right there. Cause like he, uh if a hero is all about himself, then how is he a hero? So obviously the, the heroic thing to do would be to get down on it, get down on it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Now, here's the thing. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Before we started, I mentioned that I was going to wear my hat backwards. Now, there's a reason for this. When I was thinking about this, how we were going to record this podcast today and what I wanted to bring up about the art of cunnilingus. Yes. It is an art. Okay. It is cunning too. Yes. I want to tell you this. Is that, do you remember the movie Over the Top? Yes. About the arm wrestling? Yes. (laughs) I I saw that shit in movie theaters. (laughs) Me and my pops. Okay. Yeah. Great, great movie. If you like just 80s action movies. So here's, here's the thing. I thought about this. You know, I'm going to turn my hat around. Okay. For a second. To show you what I'm thinking. You know how many times, like you'll see even on TikTok or whatever video, like people will kind of when when they they're trying to elude that a woman is about to perform oral sex on her man. Mm. What does she do? Oh, Ties she puts her, hair her head up. in the ponytail. Yeah, she puts her head, so head so, to the back. Like, she's like, she's like, oh, you had a bad day. She put. I was like, what's the male equivalent? Here's Bars. Yo, here's get the, the bill out of the way. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and I'll, I'll, I I one up you. Business. I one up yeah, you, please. the fucking if you got locks, that's yeah. the that's that's this is what you do. This shit around in and around my head, this is what you do. Yeah. Well, you know that for the majority, you want to go down and because look, it's a great thing, but on the other hand, it's not something that you want to. It, it, it's not like you like. You don't have to boast about it to an extent, meaning that you don't have to expose it to the point where now people can smell that that's what you did. So the best way to do that is cover it up, 
so it doesn't get in your hair because especially if you got locks you're, you're a sponge this is a it's sponge gonna right? be in there yeah it's gonna this be in there. A, i mean and granted it might be great for you pull down one of the locks put it right under your nose do the little the 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 mustache thing you know you know turn your nose up I, remember I the, that old saying wait remember remember that old saying about people uh it's, this is an old one and one of my clients actually said that shit we're talking about something and then she was like it must be your upper lip and <laughs> that that that's i don't first of all i don't even know how that saying came to be a a phrase like a stiff upper lip too yes must be your upper lip Hard upper Did somebody lip. just fart? No, it must be your upper lip. What the fuck what? was going on in your upper lip? Were you doing dirty Sanchez's? Right, really sucking on booty holes. Here's the thing about this is um, I would like to know, well, I'm going to assume, you know, most of our, our viewers are male. Imagine that. Um, we got a few females. I know, but mostly, but either way, I, by the way, I would actually like to know. I, I actually want to know this for real. Mm-hmm. do women do the thing that we do because i know at least like when i was deflowered you know at a ripe old age of like 23 not bad for a gimpy guy so mm-hmm. but when like in that in those days i remember after you had performed some oral you just spent that you literally spent the day going <laughs> you'd be like yep. we, i would i would be at the gallery food court you know at like popeye's like Mm. order his food be like um give me the three piece up and um, um <laughs> but then and let but me then, let me think about this um like mm, um, um you know what you know uh, what i'm good like sir why are you licking your fingers oh am i you haven't even had to look i i, I like to do this premonition thing i know how good the popeyes is gonna be it's, i'm already <laughs> tasting it um <laughs> But then, but then you get uh, you get the paranoia, and this never ends. You get the paranoia that people know what you've been up to. Why is that? It's... To, like I've even I've even like had a uh, you know I was gonna say I've had sex. This is when people applaud. They're like, oh, amen, amen. <laughs> anyway, now one time, one time, uh, uh, this girl I was dating, uh, we had sex, and then we went to trivia night, like right mm-hmm. after. And the oh. whole time I was like going, does everybody here know that I was just like having sex with this girl? <laughs> that's so weird that that's a paranoia when like, that, I think that that fucks up. That's the fucked up thing about the human condition is that that's a paranoia. But we witness animals fucking all the time. All the time. From fucking squirrels to fucking like dogs to fucking cats. even ants. Ants. Cats. Bees. Bees, How many times have you seen somebody posting pictures of dragon bees? Dragonflies. Dragonflies. Flies themselves. Yeah, Fuck flies you. banging, fucking fornicating, doing the. And then we as work. humans, we get we we got mad prudish, and I I often wonder about that shit. And I do believe this. A lot of the fucked up things in the world come from our insecurities as men. I think just as people. No mainly as men. men okay our okay. identification as men and and the idea that we have to um multiply ourselves 
Yeah. Because this insecurity yeah. of we feel like we're not worthy enough. So we got to make sure that we spread our wealth. And grant, granted, animals do this all the time. But I think our, our, our conscious self made it more of an insecurity. But then again, maybe I'm wrong. Because I think about some of the animal species that aren't human, and they kind of do the same thing. There are spiders that, male spiders, that put on a performance for a female spider. And if she's not fucking with you, she's not fucking she you. And the fucked up part about it is she might kill you and eat you like if she's not mantis. fucking with you. Like praying praying mantis, mantis. They, same thing. Actually, they, they'll, they'll bang. They'll bang within the Yeah, they'll fuck, they'll fuck the shit out of you and then they'll kill you. And yet our human morality sentences people to jail and shit like that when that is just an animal instinct. <laughs> this whole self-preservation like thing is kind of weird. What happened, what happened to Robert? I met one of those one girls like, God dang. Woo, bit his head off. Um, yep. That is interesting though. Yeah, yeah, I think that, well, I think because of consciousness, we're putting, you know, well, then we have morality because of consciousness. So then we're starting to wonder, like, it, 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 it goes back to when we were talking about marriage and things like that. It's any, any of these things. But it is, it is weird, though, the shame that goes with, with sex. Mm. And I'm really trying to, like, I wonder, like, I wonder if it's really rooted in religion or is it like, why do people feel shame? Like, like, I... I remember a, a book I was reading or listening to. <laughs> I always say that, yeah, but they, know. they, now it was funny cause I'm, I'm going to say what they said, but then I'm going to preface it by saying it's odd that it sounded awkward to me, but that's mm. because that's the way we're programmed. When right. this guy said he was talking about like sexual, uh, like love in the sexual way. He said, there's nothing wrong with asking for sexual pleasure. And in my guts, I went like, Ooh, like that's cringy. But then I went, wait, why is that cringy? Like, right. why could like, why, like, and by the way, couldn't it be a sincere thing where you go, say, you may not, you know, have sex that much and you've right. got a friend and you're like, Hey, like, uh, I don't know if you're doing anything and I'm not doing anything and it doesn't have to be anything. You know, maybe it could, I don't know, but you know, I think that when we put all this stigma and attachment to it, it's like, it's almost like the interpretation of, you know, or the way we interpret everything, every mm -hmm. little thing that people say, we try to decode it. Yeah. We try to decode it. Every, so well, if it's like, like if, if someone says, if you ask someone or say something and someone says, okay, mm -hmm. it's funny how you can interpret the word uh, or the phrase, okay. In, right countless ways you can count that as damn that was a short answer or you can count that as oh okay cool or you can count that as i mean what the fuck you know like any kind of way yo this there was a um somebody posted a a, a meme on instagram and it was uh it was all it was about new york new yorkers and how we say you good and and like the meanings of those all those meanings about yes, yes. i saw good. that post yes and that shit was classic but it's true it's, there's it's, so many different ways to interpret certain 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 words that 
think about when we text people how you can take that completely out of context but yet nowadays even on twitter that's what we do we look at words more and then we put our think about it most of the shit that if if you get angry about a, a tweet you're actually expressing more of yourself than what the tweet was actually about yep Yep. That shit is crazy. That shit is so, that's hilarious because we don't even realize how much we expose ourselves when we comment on shit. You're not, mm-hmm. because we think that by commenting on something, we're going to change somebody's opinion about something. But if you just read a tweet, you just read in words. And it's like, this is, this is why I always say life is art because it's all about interpretation and and your perspective. How you see something, no understanding that we all see things the same, but in different ways. We can all acknowledge that there is something to see, but we can also acknowledge that the way that I see it might be different than how you see it. Yeah. And that's the dope. But we should embrace that because that is the dopest shit about life is that I'm not right ever. And that shit is dope because if I was right always, you know how boring life would be? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, well, because if you were right, it would be like every expectation you ever had is met. Yeah. it's Everything is predictable. And you would be so, think about people so that bored. have, yeah, because think about all the people that have a lot of money um, or, or not even, not even, I'm not even going to put it to that. People that have um, uh, influence on things mm-hmm. and how they, I lost you, um, how they see things based on how how much people give back to them mm-hmm. and the 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 problem with that uh, as a matter of fact i was listening to um to to joe rogan and um and the the two the two journalists that used to be on the hill and now they have their yeah own i podcast. heard that interview is awesome and that was so awesome because it showed how genuine Joe is yeah, and how he, this is what I appreciate about him. He is the perfect display of art. Just like Dave Chappelle is the perfect display of art. I think comedy is the perfect display of art because the thing about comedy is comedy has a tendency of being able to make the serious humble. Anything yeah. that you think should be fucking an atrocity or traumatizing, if you add comedy to it, then you 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 do this so that you can bring it to a humility of life is short. Sometimes you'll make a mistake to a lot of people. And then sometimes you'll get it what you deem as right. Right. And then people will love you for it. That that's the that's the definition of celebrity. Damn, that that is true. Well, yeah. And not only that, it's like when even like if you talk about cancel culture and things like that, it's like how one little thing can 
can just be so serious and bring everything down. It's like, yeah. just because you introduce that one serious element, instead of introducing the idea that, hey, everyone is human and we all are evolving and changing and we're very fluid, but, you know, there are people out there that, that I mean, I guess, you know, these are individuals that are not very happy, I would assume, but, you know, all they want to do is tear someone else down. It's like, you know, how do you, you know, when they say you, to build the tallest building doesn't mean to tear everything else down just so you look right. taller. Like, it's just, it's such a weird way, but it, it it's fascinating and very valuable to understand that are that there are many perspectives but once you understand that it really takes a lot of the burden off of our shoulders when it comes to what other people think of us in the mm -hmm. video that i sent you yesterday was fucking brilliant and hopefully if, if you can pull that up just read the title of it uh, it's like basically like reasons why you shouldn't worry what people think about you. I think that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, reasons not to worry. Yeah. So the whole video and the whole, you know, point of that video was to give all these reasons why, you know, people really, people really burn a lot of calories worrying about what other people think and, mm -hmm. and then changing and then kind of like, you know, like when you're trying to please everyone, you're going to stay mm -hmm. busy trying to please everyone instead right. of just being yourself. Because what people don't understand, well, there's many points in that video, but some of the highlights, at least in my book, uh, are that one, everyone has a different perspective on life. Everyone, right. everyone has different experiences. Everyone has different viewpoints. So if someone says you're an asshole, you can go, okay, and move on with your life. Like yeah. some people go, why would they say that to me? I don't get it. And then 10 weeks later, they're still going. But then they said, I was, a, it's like when, by the way, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. But it's like, if, you, if you're in a bad, or what for you is a bad relationship that you need to get out of, once you get out of it, you know, and like was my tendency, spending weeks trying to figure it out. What happened? What did I do? How could you do this? How did you do this to me? Like how could, and once again, we're placing, even when we, even when we're worried about what other people think of us, we're putting our value on their shoulders, which is a fucking dangerous move. Oh, like, it is. Even but when we I, talked I, about relationships, but. Mm -hmm. No, so I, I was saying, thinking of, I was thinking, sorry. I, no, I'm you go ahead, Juneteenth is tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> wow. How can I, I back that up? How, 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 wow. Yeah, come on, what, please, what, please. What, what do you do after that? What, what do you say? <laughs> what you do is take your time, man. Come on. It's the least I can do. Well, you know what? If, honestly, if motherfuckers didn't take their time, there wouldn't be a Juneteenth. <laughs> true, true. That is true. <laughs> Oh, that's Damn. bars right there. That's lesson, bars right lesson. there. The only reason why it is a Juneteenth is because motherfuckers took their time to let motherfuckers know that, hey, you're free, bro. And what if somebody was just sitting there and they're like, hey, by the way, what? Yo, but uh, oh, all right. 
see now I got another thought and I'm glad that we do shit like this because I think about this if we had technology that we have now back mm-hmm. then yeah and then you just got the you just got the alert I mean granted okay maybe Thumbs you'll be on, on T-Mobile phone. you probably be on T-Mobile so you're not going to have good service anyway so it still might take you longer but it wouldn't take you years nope. to yeah. know that you were free can you and imagine the, though? Somebody tells you like you go, like say, tell me, tell me that I'm free. This is gonna be controversial. Tell me I'm free. I'll do the yo, reaction. Yo, my dude, I'm, I'm not What's sure up? if you knew. What? You free, son? Say what? You fucking that would be, free, bro. That, that would be that would be my reaction. Like say what? Like oh yeah, as of like two years ago. Like yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if I may digress back to the. The uh, yeah. video thing. So uh, I want to, I want to, I actually want to read something from that. Please. You have no responsibility to live up to what other people think you ought to accomplish. I have no responsibility, responsibility to be, to be like they expect me to be. It's their mistake, not my failing. So what I really admire about that video that I didn't watch, but understand what it's about is that once you accept yourself for who you are and everything you probably are, and that's the thing, who you are, but everything you probably are to other people, then the thing is the, the conflict is to try to convince somebody that they're wrong but maybe by accepting their truth it might be easier to convince them that you are that but you're also something else so think about this if i came off as an asshole to you Mm -hmm. and then you addressed that to me yo the last time that i talked to you son you you're a fucking asshole now if I, if I try to convince you that I'm not by saying, who the fuck, why the fuck would you think that? Now I sound, I still sound like that asshole. Right. You're right. Instead, I'm be like, yo, my bad. What, what, what was it that I did or said that made you feel that way? Right. Now that's that's being empathetic. But then also, if you already knew what you felt like you weren't, it shouldn't be that hard to apologize and then show them exactly what they want to see anyway. As what as you were, as you were. Because if you thought that that's who you were before somebody said you're not that, mm-hmm. then fine. This is the gap that builds in between. Apologize for how they saw you, even if you don't agree. Apologize for how they saw you, but you don't even have to say, I'm sorry that you saw it that way, because then you just sound more like an asshole. Trust me, I know. I do that shit. Uh, all the yeah, time. There, yeah. I do that shit all the time. I didn't, I didn't mean all the time. Like, I'm a master at doing that shit. I fucking know it. I do that shit all the time. I'm sorry if you, if, if you can't take responsibility for your own emotional control that you feel like I put this on you. But 
what I, yeah, I, I but the thing I is, do I that all. Can't, I, yeah. I think I think a lot. I think a lot of it is is trying to meet someone where they're at, if you yeah. can, is really what it is, and that doesn't mean you'll understand them or agree with them. Yeah, that's how that's how you become more empathetic. At. It's like yo, just just fine. If that's how you feel about me, I don't. If especially if you don't want them to feel that way about you anymore, then you have to agree that okay fine sometimes you just that's the sacrifice of exchange and i had this conversation with the client earlier today who's a therapist that we got to get on the on the podcast but we were talking about this we were like yo how do how do you like how do you convince somebody to to help you do something when they don't want to do it because that's what it was it was like i'm trying to get my kids to help me put something in the car and instead they just took it and they just played with it and then you got to think of because of my authority they should do what i say but they also i've also taught them how to be independent so that contradicts with what i'm saying right right yep because i don't want them to be an asshole and be like shit i don't gotta do shit defiant to be defiant yeah exactly but i also don't want them to be a yes man either or yes woman either or yes child either pick your pronouns yes um (laughs) and so where do and, and then we were talking about where do you draw the line between you could easily escalate that into really putting them into submission and making them do the shit that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. You easily do that. Should you, you show you, them that? Maybe. Do you, do you think that there's a there's an interesting example in here that people that were overly disciplined when they were young and they, those are the same people that when they get older, they're like, fuck you, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing shit. And it's like, yeah. You just because you you project you think that everything is that is that thing. There was there was a bit of that um, in that video talking about you know uh, how to not worry about what people think of you. There were two other interesting points, but that was one of them where we tend to project like we we see through the lens of, of kind of ourselves. So we end up it's almost like we have radar on that detects things we hide about ourselves. Oh, we definitely. Any time we can, other yeah. people. All that contradiction is just—it's just our projecting our own shadows onto ourselves because we are one. And I think, I think, I think a lot of this is understanding our own hypocrisy and understanding that other people are hypocrites as well. Is 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 because it's funny because I like when people go, "Well, they're a hypocrite, but I'm not." I'm like, that was just hypocritical right there. You are. Everyone, to some degree, is hypocritical. Like what what you see is not always what you get. It you rarely know, is. <laughs> I saw a video, um, recently on Facebook, that was some, it was some powerful shit, but some really fucked up shit too. And it was about this guy that um, that said that Jesus lied 
He was a liar. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, damn. In a way, that's true. And then he also talked about him going through religious trauma syndrome. And that spoke to me because like, I have somebody in my family or maybe a few people in my family that have gone through that. And this, and I, I try to, I try to be more, even more objective when I think about particular things like that, because if you zoom out, you got to kind of look at the position of the pieces when you, when you try to be objective and say, this is exactly how these particular systems work. And it, you can place, you should be able to place that in any system, whether it be religion, science, philosophy, whichever. And, um, or, or even just the, the social construct of action, reaction, um, exchange of information. And I realized that if you, if you kind of, um, if you cloak the surroundings of what reality is and you forcefully push somebody to only believe in the simplicities of something in particular, you can set them up because our, our brain's imagination is so incredible because even when something should seem like it is just cut and dry what it is, our brains have a tendency of being so overly creative that we create this dream system of the what ifs. And it's, it's amazing how we do that shit because it might not even exist, but we've already convinced ourselves that it might. And then the might, right. the more you try to sift in information that fits your construct of bias, then guess what ends up happening also? Then you're like, it probably could be. It possibly is. Most likely it is. And then you end up making it to be. Right, and that's those things where people worry about something so much as they bring it into reality. Yes. Because it's in some weird ways. Yeah, that's fascinating. There, there was a, and it's kind of relevant, and kind of, it might actually make your point moot, but I found it fascinating in that video, uh, which you should watch at some point if you can. I will. But they, they made a good point where they were talking about consciousness ex itself, and they said, interestingly, if, if, all that really exists is your consciousness and then nobody else exists anyway. So why do you worry what they think? Because they're in your head. They're right. literally in your head, just like everything else, which is a heavy thing. And I'm glad I'm not high right now because I would be jumping off the balcony. But, well, but if you, if you think, if you think about that, I mean, it's, it's interesting because if, yeah, I mean, if, if none of that exists, or if it does, and it is in your head, you're basically controlling it. I mean, that doesn't. I mean, it, it doesn't mean there's not ramifications. Meaning, like, you can't just go out and like wow out and expect that oh, everything's gonna be peachy. No, you're gonna face consequences because that's also in your head. Because yep. you know, oh, if I went out and did this and acted stupid, I'm gonna either get killed or get hurt or something right something and then there's, there's some part of you in that con that that control era that says i don't give a fuck once you even say that that's still control 
Think about that. Once you even say, I don't give oh, a yeah. fuck, then that means that you understand the consequences. Yeah, and you're actively you're actively putting yourself in that situation purposely for the outcome that you're looking for. But still, you might not even get it. That's the crazy shit about reality is like chance can always be in play. Yeah. And yeah. And there is a chance that you might be that very, very small percentage that survives your bullshit. <laughs> yes. Well, that's like the whole concept of of letting go. You know, when 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 you give up control of things and say there's something you really want or whatever. And that's the old thing of when you really let go, like when you mm. know, like it's weird because you'll kind here, here's what I've seen and I've actually been experiencing this. When you you won't really know that you've really let go until some other things start happening. And yeah. the interesting thing is once you see those things happening, you know I'm doing it. I'm doing like and this is what's creepy about this, and I just had this thought. It's even when it, in that Alan Watts lecture, he talks about, he says, you know, what you don't realize is all these things, you're doing it. But the doing it can mean doing nothing. Yeah. Meaning, I'm not touching this certain aspect or whatever, like you're trying to stay away from this or trying to say, and then you see, you go, oh shit, since I started doing this, this happens. You know, it's 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 very kind of physics based, kind of psychology based, like all these things is literally making space for things, and you go, yep. oh shit, it's 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 uh, you know, it's it's it is polarity, but but that's that's why you, that's why they talk about letting go to gain control. It's yeah. very true. Like anything you try to hold on to, um, it, it fails. Like you can't hold on to anything with, with any conscious effort. Like, you can't. Um, so, but once you realize that, and then you let go of a lot of things, which I think includes how people think about you, because that's the same thing. You're clinging on to other people's ideals of you, and you think like, you know, it's, it's like if somebody thought, um, if somebody ever said, you know, uh, you're, that I'm a horrible producer, I would not give a shit. I'd go, okay, because that's your opinion, and I've made a shitload of records, and obviously a lot of people like what I do, and I didn't need you to do that. So, right. you know, whoever said that to me, I don't need them. So, like, what's the point? And also, I think if people realize that when they do things like that, when when they, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, we're all, once again, I'm be hypocritical, but I, I actually don't understand why when sometimes you're talking with someone that you'll sometimes talk about someone and then realize, you go, I didn't need to say any of that. I re there was no need to say what I just said. Did it change anything? No. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a fascinating, but it's just that same thing. It's like... Remember that post you, you put up, I think, and I put it up too, but it said something like one of the biggest mistakes is like being angry at the world because the world doesn't even care. Right. Like the world has no feelings towards you. So it's like, but I feel that same way about 
other people. This is what people don't get, is all the time, I mean, and this is not, obviously it doesn't go for everybody, but a majority of people, when they are worried about what other people think about them, that's what other people are doing. Yep. They're not worried I, about I you. had that conversation recently and um because I was my like fuck it. My brother said something and I was like, you and it was this was out of anxiety and paranoia. And he's he's a good example of a lot of things that we talk about because this is an extreme based on his mental health, this is an extreme. And but you you get to what I admire about that is you get to see exactly how there's a difference between all right somebody who who has has continued this pattern and now it's part of their behavior and it's much harder to unlearn especially based on how society sees it and then there are there's this that majority that in spurts we do this very very childlike thing with and and it's a very it's a very egotistical thing is when the child develops the ego you see how self-centered they become especially children when you look at children you see how self-centered they they can become because and it's not that that's a bad thing especially in a child because they need that for development they need that mm-hmm. um that part of self in order to see exactly well if i take care of myself at least i have that I might not be able to help others or be able to interact with others that that can be influential, but at least I have myself, at least I can work on myself. But society tells you that you have to be part of the group, part of the herd. Right. And if you're not part of the herd, then you're being selfish. And that's a bad thing. Yep. That's interesting. That actually gets brought up in that video where they say a lot of people worry because they they want to think for themselves but there's a danger in that because then you're seen as the outcast and like right. oh, you don't think like everyone else. but like you know why do you have to whoever said you have to a lot of times you shouldn't you should as we we've spoken about many times question everything and yeah once again it's like when also when you're taking it's like taking advice from someone that doesn't do whatever it is you're asking advice about does that make sense so yeah because we we all do that oh we do well it's like i want financial advice from a friend of mine that's always broke like how does that work like just think about what you're doing and they might they may they may even try to give it to you like what i do is like you know it's it's really it's really just fascinating like you know, it, it, another fact, I had to bring this up before I forget, but mm-hmm. I don't know how they quantify this, but they were, they took some kind of poll where they were trying to figure out how much time or, or what people worried about in a day, you know, about other people. And they kind uh-huh. of quantified it into time. And they said something like some people had spent, I think it was like some crazy amount, like two years or maybe even uh, it was two or six. I get it was just several years worrying about what other people think. Mm. Like, are they thinking about what I'm wearing? Like, are they looking at me while I'm eating? Are they like, 
and think think about from an artist perspective you know you as an artist me as a a producer think about how many things we second guess oh yeah where we're like i don't know gonna like yo, this song if gonna like this beat here's what i realize about that is this is the this is the hypocrisy in it most of the people that we that at first you you might not really fuck with but they actually have a a lot of following it's because they didn't care they weren't so critical about what other people might think of what they whatever bars they spit and i'm starting to understand that now it's more genuine because it's it's i think i'm starting to understand as an artist and as a writer that the more you think about it the less authentic it becomes you know you know doesn't that come from the gap of overthinking it yeah because then like think about when you're with someone and you're compelled to say something but you wait and then when you do talk you don't say what you meant because yep. think about how people always go man i should have said so and so it's like yep. nah maybe you said what was right at the appropriate at, at the yep. time maybe it wasn't appropriate but you did what you did and you said what you said i mean so maybe that was what you really wanted to do because obviously it was because that's exactly what happened right you can't yeah. just be the the part of you that says that oh i should have is the same motherfucker that be in the audience watching a movie and trying to direct what has already been directed. It's been written, yeah, in there. Like Don't you looking at the house. movie and you yelling, you yelling at the fucking screen and shit. Like it's gonna change because you yelling at it. Yeah. This is not choose hate, your own adventure. Bro, I hate when white people do that. I just hate when people do that, but I understand because oh, and here's another thing that I said uh, to a client who actually has a very, very famous actor family. Um, I said, humble brag. <laughs> in order to truly understand how much empathy we lack, we have to understand that. All right. So it was a scenario of when people tell you that, oh, you'll never know what I've been through and shit. You won't ever understand what I've been through. The human experience is understood by humans. So to say that somebody will never understand is the dumbest shit that you could ever fucking say. It doesn't matter what you go through because you go through a human experience. All humans understand that shit. We may not necessarily have the idea of, okay, no, actually we can understand. For instance, I can understand you. I don't really agree with that, but go ahead. I know here's the thing. I can understand you. I can understand the emotions that you've gone through. I can even understand how 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 it's how you may feel. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Physically yeah, yeah. as well as emotionally. Yes, yes. That makes sense. Yes, you you could. You could potentially. And so the reason why I'm saying that is that movies are a great example of of expressing how to be empathetic. Because if you ever watch a movie and say, I want to feel fill in the blank, I want to laugh, 
I want to cry. I want to get horny. Whatever. That's that empathy. Where we get horny. Yeah. That's empathy. Yep. You watch them. You you look at people to to feel what they're feeling, but also to understand. Okay, although I see exactly why you would feel this way, I also know how to move beyond that. That's tactical think, empathy. Right. Well, to me, if I may interpret, okay. at least from my perspective, what I feel like you're saying, and I and I, it, it's interesting because I didn't agree with you, but now I do because I, I I'm looking at it from a different angle. Is while like say you know my experience of being a guy in a wheelchair now, you know, mm-hmm. or just my life in general. No, obviously I know no one could 100% experience it. That's really the word. You could never experience this because I am experiencing it. Right. But you could, but you could make the attempt to understand why I would, and you'd say, well, I get why he did what he did, like or what, like. But but that's the thing is I think that's what people are lacking quite a bit is to understand why people are thinking that way. And by the way, it doesn't make it right or whatever you want to say. But that's the thing. See, people are not willing. Damn, this is heavy. But people are not willing to step outside themselves. That's yes. what it is. If you can step outside yourself and empathize with somebody that's not like you, whatever that is. And by the way, nobody's like you. This is what I fucking hate about tribalism bullshit. Because if somebody came to me and said, you wouldn't understand me and say they're what America calls black. And say, you wouldn't understand me. I can go, well, yeah, I can. I, I am able to step outside myself and go, okay, yeah, knowing the history of society and knowing this and maybe knowing a bit about you or knowing this. Yeah, I get it. I see. I can see why you would think that way. I get but it, it. What is the I think mean, about it? I can get it. What is the perspective? What is the what is the objective perspective? There's an objective perspective. Objective someone, perspective. someone is against who you think you are. That goes with everything. Right. That goes with everything. So how could you not understand? How could you not fucking understand if if you've ever been in a conflict, then everybody can understand. Well, not only that, but it's like it's almost like even when you're watching a movie, you could you could break it down to this. If you're watching a movie and there's like a sad scene or something, everybody gets emotional. Exactly. So how is that possible? You're empathizing, you're putting yourself into that person's place and go, fuck, I've been there. That shit hurts. Or it may even make you think of something you've been through. Emotionally, we all contain the same tools and these these tools are our instincts in every single mammal, every single animal, every single living thing. It all comes down to replication and deletion. Yeah. Um, yeah. You replicate too much, you become a virus. You de- You delete too much, you just become a space, but you can't delete that. That's the thing. You can't delete completely. You can never delete completely. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, I mean, that's powerful. Um, I got to bring this up before we got to go. Okay. I had to bring this up. I had to tell you, and maybe it's Juneteenth that's making me feel this. 
But, um, so the other day, I was at Witch Witch getting a sandwich. Imagine that. And, um, there's maybe seven, eight people in there. I'm waiting for my sandwich. And, um, gentleman walks in, walks past me. Uh, he does kind of a U-turn. Welcome back to the counter. Say, uh, African-American gentleman. Okay. Uh, looks at me and says, what's up, King? And mm. I felt this, like, warmness in my body. And I was when like, he peed on you after? How, how dare he? I was like, it's finally happening. It's finally happening. Oh, you're becoming black. I'm black. I'm a king. Well, we did a podcast on Crip Camp, and we both came to the conclusion that it's the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah, we... And the same thing was there were just a few British white men that got scared. They got scared that they weren't good enough. And so they fucking chastised everybody that was doing some wild shit that they wished that they could do and they couldn't do it. So they all formed a group and was like, fuck everybody that could do this shit. And if I can convince, oh, I got these little things. I got, it's you just flash some keys in front of people and be like, hey, you like these? Yeah, well, how about I give you this for that? What, that, that what, that, that what, what's that? That person, can I have that? Because I'm too lazy to do the shit myself. That's what it came down to. That's so wild, yeah. But, you know, I'm going to say something probably, well, uh, at the uh, possibility of being uh, problematic. Um, and I'm not saying one's worse than the other. All kinds, I say, I'm going to break it to people. I, uh, every, all kinds of people have been enslaved in human history. Yes. I'm not saying one's worse or one's better. Just so who does it say that Americans themselves, us, all, all of us, in some ways are enslaved? We are or, all yeah, slaves all to slaves. something. Something. Damn. Yeah, and, and no motherfuckers would be like, oh, y'all just watered that shit the fuck down. Nope. Nope. But the thing is, if you identify that, that, that we're all enslaved in some way, then you can, you as a group, you can be more powerful. Because then you understand that I'm never going to let that shit happen to me ever again. How much time do we have? Because I feel like I was getting paranoid. Well, it's nine after. Oh, so we got like we five started us. We well, we started at yeah, like seven. Uh, I said seven oh four. I said to put my paranoia out there. But by, by the way, I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Envision this, okay? I want to just reach out to let's say Subaru, okay? Progressive company, you know, like yeah, all they're all over the island. Okay, well here we go. Picture this: me and you in a Subaru. Me okay. and you, and you just riding in, in a, a Subaru. A Subaru. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's the thing. We're riding down the street in the Subaru. Mm-hmm. I can't see out because I'm too short. I'm in the passenger side. Too I'm short. Bitch. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> ain't nothing <laughs> like pimping just let it roll. <laughs> um. That's my favorite song, motherfucking shit, goddamn asshole. He's like, is he really like? I got these lyrics. It's, Yo, that shit's fire. Did he? Did you okay. write that down or did you freestyle? That's what did I was talking about earlier. Right? I hope you freestyle that shit. 
How about any any song where you start a verse like I met a bitch, her name's Raquel. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> All right, get back on the subject. As like a demon went straight to hell. Oh. Look at that. Why are they looking that. at my booty? Exactly. So, um, okay, me and you, Subaru, and, and oh, so, here we go. Scenic shots, we're on the vineyard, right? Camera mm-hmm. sweeps into the car, and we look at each other, and at the same time we go, you know, we're both enslaved by something. Subaru. Awesome. We got to do it. All right, I'm flying you out. Cool. Let's make it, let's make that happen because that'd be an epic commercial for. Does JetBlue fly to um, from Atlanta? Atlanta? I think so. All right, so I can do Atlanta to Boston and Boston to um, the venue. Either that, or we just do it in reverse. You, you come down here, we rent a Subaru, hop on the highway. That'd I feel like it would be more daddy. epic. I've already been out there. We did a podcast out there. You've never done a podcast on Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I feel like we got to wrap it up. I feel like we said. Yeah, we do. We said a lot. We said a lot. We said said amazing shit. I feel like our podcast eventually needs to be longer, but whatever. I think it's adequate. I think it's average for a a man. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get get to Joe Rogan's status of three hours eventually. That's right. Stamina. Until then, you know that that make you old. So we're trying to stay young. Exactly. Stay young. <laughs>